0: G'day, good day, good day, everybody. Brian here today on January uh 19th. Today uh time is 301 Eastern Standard Time. I wanted to go over what's going on with the markets, specifically obviously US based. And uh what sector's been really strong earlier uh in the last uh, week or so, but looking at the returns. Have really come down a lot. Um, just so you know, my interactive brokers is now live trading. Uh, fixing some coding problems in our strategies. We have got it working now. I've got a new little call it workstation. Really, it's a Dell entry workstation, but it's working out really good. Need more memory, uh, but the reason I got it's because it's really fast. Anyways, let's get into the categories of what's been hot. Now, the first one that's been doing really well is pretty well, the overseas Latin uh, market. About a week ago, I saw it at as high as 45% return, just for, just for January. Uh, it's now currently, as of today, down to 28%. So if you had been watching this uh, and you caught, okay, I've had enough. I'm going to cash out on all of the equities that were in play stocks. Uh, you could have made mad, mad money. um I just ran another scan, and those are obviously no longer top forming, but you would have made mad money uh in certain stocks uh, I've highlighted a few of them that were of all places uh headquartered in argentina um and they've done really well. another uh category that's done fairly well is the Asian market overseas Asian that's at thirteen uh, percent. Um, the ESG, oddly enough, is at 10.89% return. The U.S. uh, S&P overall uh, was up 10.31%. These ones I'm listing out were over 20%, but they've come down so much in such short amount of time. Uh, The other one is really, well, uh, this is Europe, overseas Europe. Uh, Europe was doing exceptionally well. The Euro was very strong. Um, Germany stock market was doing exceptionally well as well as the French. And uh, they've come down. I mean, 10% I'll take considering how the markets have been for the US generally. Um, But again, it's all comes down to timing, when to take entries, when not to take entries. But that's why we've got the automation now working live specifically for interactive brokers based upon the stock picks that I have set up already. So if you're one of my uh, members, I'll be posting the latest list as well as the positions taken. Um, So it's pretty exciting what's going on. And just so people know, I can't do copy trading at all or offer it at this point because of where I live. Um, I have to be regulated or regulated and registered with my local Ontario Securities Exchange Commission. So if I was to offer that, I'd have to charge a lot more money um, to do that. Typically, I can do it, no problem. But um, it's just not worth the effort at this point. Um, I may do it when I go overseas, hopefully in the next few years. Um, this is part of the challenge of being in North America is you're being either regulated to death or you are being taxed to death. So obviously, I'm not a big fan of that. Anyways, continuing along with our performers here, we have Commodity Metal. That's been doing really strong as well. This is all U.S. based. Um, actually, no, it's not just U.S., but it's also international. One example of that as a player, uh, Valet, is, is an example. Been really strong since the fall and um, really good, good, good stock to have. Um as well, one that I've been watching, but I've not really participated a lot in is a things, a sector called US gaming. Um, As an example, probably in the second day of trading for 2023, I saw electronic, electric art, electronic arts, electric arts, whatever came up as one of the top picks. Now I haven't checked it, but it was just EA uh was performing at the beginning of the year. Now where it's at, I don't know, but you know, that's another suggestion. There's that was a really strong and still a fairly strong uh sector. Now, the other one that's been performing but's definitely cooled off is the commodity gold. Um, a lot of the top miners, junior miners, namely in Canada, have really cooled off. And um I don't know where to tell you there. Uh, So the commodity gold brought back uh, 4%, 4 4.35%. U.S. Gaming brought in uh, 8.09%. Commodity Metal brought in 8.79%. So that's what we're dealing with right now. Before I continue, let me just make sure I got those numbers out. Overseas Europe, 10%, 10 10.19% to be precise. And the U.S. SP or S&P 500, Was ten point three one percent, but again, all of those have declined quite a bit. Um, For what I'm seeing, probably has declined as much as fifty percent in such a short amount of time. For a lot of reasons, uh, it is because of the volatility. We try to reduce the volatility, but when the bad news sets in in the overall market, those uh, stocks can decline. And I just closed out quite a few on my watch list that have like one or two have virtually wiped away in a matter of days wiped away. It's all its returns for all of January. So those are just some examples out there. Now, if you're still interested, um, after commodity gold, we have the U.S. biotech at 4.02%. Another one that's been relatively strong for international, surprisingly, is the uh, African and Israel sectors, I call it, 3.3%. Inflation is still kicking out there somewhat. 1.9%. 1.9%. Uh, the corporate uh, bond, financial corporate bond, 2.18%. So when it comes to, uh, let's say treasury, even even here, treasury has been positive barely at 0.85%. I think one of the big challenges was what's going to happen now. All this talk of, uh, in the U.S. government, regarding defaulting and raising the, limit. This just comes to the point where we're at for the U.S. economy, just basically U.S. as a country and as a government, because their credibility has been at risk, but it's really at risk now as these dumb politicians just just think it's okay to use threats of defaulting and not defaulting and just being the idiots that they are and just keep raising the uh, debt ceiling up and up. And it does not do any good because they've been doing that for well over 10 years since the last financial crisis. It just No one has the kahunas to tackle this. Um, part of it may be, well, they know what's coming with the CBDC, um, uh, Central Bank Digital Coins. They've also, uh, through YouTube rumblings, you hear about, well, there might be a new currency that might come into play, kind of like a... Uh, James Verker comes to mind, uh, special drawing rights where they might have a certain basket of currencies. They may go with a new digital coin. And that what will, that will do is it'll wipe away all the national debt. So that's probably why they've been spending like drunken sailors, because they knew uh, this was coming and that would wipe out their debt. But at the end of the day, everyone that is just the working schleps, including me, uh, will get obviously hurt. I mean, I'm sure you already know, unless you're in the 1% of the 1%. Your lifestyle has dropped back quite a bit. Um, but that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh I, I'm not gonna talk about crypto here, but um that's another uh area that's been doing really well for the last few weeks, but that seems to be uh cooling off as well. So as long as there's this debt uh default business talked about, this is where it gets kinda as I said, dangerous talk. Um and things will could get really ugly for the markets as well as just overall uh, the Western lifestyle that we've pretty well enjoyed for decades. And people uh, were going to ask my word. I'll say no, because there's other economies in the world that are doing really well. We've already talked about international economies and sectors that are doing really well. As I said, I got Latin America right now doing 28% for uh january alone uh that's where the real hot uh returns are coming in at Uh, namely as i said it looks like from what i'm seeing brazil's starting to um get uh heated under the new uh, government as i said before i'm not a huge fan of it Um, I'm, i'm more of a capitalist but if you'll you'll always go after the return um in capital overall, the politics of it, whatever drives it, you're going to be happy with the results of the, uh, you know, being able to get those returns. And that's going to be right now, as I said, it's been either Argentina or Brazil has been driving a lot of this. And the other area that I've been seeing is the euro has been doing well, uh, relatively well, and uh, as well as the, as I said, German and French markets have been doing well as well. So I I do have the ability to track which stock markets are doing really well. Um, I haven't run it yet. I'm not planning to publicize it because nobody seems to have an interest in it, but it is pretty critical to know where to go for returns. Um, And as I said before, it's the um, top return, the top sectors, we'll call them, that give you those returns. And I've already gone through them today. So I think U.S. overall will not be a top performer in the returns for uh, this year, or at least the first early part. Maybe let's just say even in this quarter of uh, 2023, there there just seems to be in the emerging world much better places to go. Um, as I said, look, as I said, overseas Latin 28% uh, returned this month. Asia same thing 13%. So that's where it's at um, in Europe is in there as well. So we'll see what happens, Um, but I'll I'll, I'll report back on where things will get hot or not. All right, so again, if you want to know more about what I do, quantlabs.net slash books uh, is the place to go. And as I said, we got live uh, trading now happening with interactive brokers. Finally, I broke through that. I put up a video on it on my YouTube channel at Quantlabs and uh, just watch that the important part there is that we're now able to start journaling those live trades. Two of them were already up 2% for the day comparative to whatever the market's return. I'm sure it's pretty abysmal compared to that. And that's pretty well standard business that I've been going after. And again, part of the filtering is the low volatile returns that I'm after. Um, And, uh, that's all I can tell you. I might actually do a stock uh that is hot on one of the positions taken as an example. And I might do a, uh, a report on that in the in a, in a podcast putting out today. Other than that, thanks for watching or say watching, listening, and we'll talk to you later. Have a good night. Date wherever you are. And again, remember go over to quantlabs.net slash books to find out more about what is going on. Because here's the key point as and I'm gonna stress it again with our live trading now taking real positions, real money, real skin in the game, we're able to now track and build out that third-party journaling, third-party track record to show uh, this is real. And once we start doing that, uh, we will be jacking up all our services over the year uh, if everything turns profitable. And um, we can do that because... Well, we can just do that. We're probably going to be one of the only ones doing that to uh, put up a real live track record, synchronized with the account, and uh, and another way of saying it's real time. And once we do that, that's how you get the attention of the capital firms, the money managers, the allocators, and they are willing to pay thousands of dollars per month, per month, to get this information because we have Super journaling uh out there. And over time, I do think we will be being pri we'll be pricing out the retail market unless you're high net worth uh, as well. So that's that's the direction we could be going in. I'm not saying it will happen, but if profitable trades start to continue uh with the live trading on interactive brokers, that is a possibility. Again, thanks again for watching. And let me remind you, quantlabs.net slash books to get our free technical trading secrets that we use part part here and there. Other than that, thanks for watching. Have a good day.